You're listening to the Better Health Podcast, a platform dedicated to coaching women in areas of health, lifestyle, and legacy by speaking with leading health and wealth experts and with the goal to inspire women to thrive in their lives today and in the future. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Better Health with April. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking a lot about exercise and your 28-day cycle and how you can optimize your exercise regimen accordingly. And we're going to specifically be talking about phases one and two, so the menstrual cycle or the menstrual phase and then the follicular phase. And each week, you should be doing something a little differently from the last week because your hormones, like we've talked about before, are constantly fluctuating. And so you should be tailoring your exercise regimen accordingly. Now, if you are a woman who's struggled with, you know, working out, doing the same regimen um, every single week and the first week you're seeing all these results and it's amazing and you can't believe how it's working so well. And then the next week, all of a sudden you're seeing negative effects. You're more stressed or maybe you're more tired, just don't have the energy. You're not actually losing the weight like you were the week before. Um, just experiencing different things like that. Then guess what? You're not alone. And it's actually um, how your body operates. So your body is telling you, don't do the same thing every single week because you are not the same every single week. You need to tailor your exercise accordingly. So if you struggle with any of those things or something related to that, um, that's normal. And I'm going to talk today about how you can actually um, adjust accordingly so that you're not experiencing those effects and you can actually optimize your body even more. So let's dive right into the menstrual phase. Now, I've talked before about how during this phase, your hormones are at their lowest point, and that's going to cause a lot of different things to happen. So for example, you may have an increase in inflammation symptoms from the previous phase due to that drop in the estrogen and progesterone. And so it may um, flow into the menstrual phase as well. Um, Depends on the person. So you may experience some of those effects. Maybe it's like cramping or um, fatigue, whatever that may be. Also, during this time, your white cell count is actually lower which therefore will increase the risk of certain types of illnesses. And so therefore, your exercise has to be according to your body. And you're not going to want to do a lot of stressful workouts because you won't be able to recover if you do end up getting sick. And um, there's just different effects in how the white cell, white blood cells are actually affecting your body. So um, I'm going to talk about in a few seconds how your exercise should actually be tailored to what your body is like. Um, also, I've talked about how because your estrogen and progesterone and all your hormones are at their lowest point, the two hemispheres of your brain are the most connected to one another. So therefore, you have an increased cognitive function. So you are able to better learn um, complex skills, um, where it requires better coordination. So thinking about all those different factors, um, tailoring your exercise during the menstrual phase um, is going to be something you're going to want to definitely take into account. Now, a lot of women um, are able to successfully work out hard during this phase, but those are extreme athletes and there's a way you can do it, but it's a lot more technical. If you're someone that, you know, works out, but it's not like your life, then there's a certain way that you should be working out. 
And so during this phase, because you might be a little more inflamed, because you have a lot going on down, down there, and because of all those factors and the white cell um, blood cell count is lower, you're going to want to take it easy during this time. I know it might be hard to actually adjust to that and grasp that because, oh, not work out for three, four, five, up to seven days or so. That is, that's a crazy thought. I'm going to gain so much weight, whatever. Well, if you don't exercise right during that time, and if you are doing high intensity workouts, you're going to stress out your body more and you're going to see negative effects. You're going to actually end up gaining weight, um, producing more stress in your body, which stress we all know increases um, the weight of yourself. So therefore, during this time, you're going to want to focus on a little more rest. Um, However, going on walks or doing um, stretching exercises, Pilates, yoga, it's going to be a great thing to do because um, because of those types of exercises, they're light enough where they're still going to release endorphins, um, which can help you relieve your in- um, tension, make you feel happier and reduce the effect of some of those negative symptoms you might be experiencing. And so you are going to still want to do a, something light. So walking is awesome. That's what I really like to do. And stretching is great. It's still getting something in, but it's not stressing your body. It's actually helping it. And you're going to want to relieve that tension by doing those types of exercises. Also, um, muscle activation is a little lower at this time. So neuromuscular control is actually not going to be as easy to um, stimulate, I guess you could say. So during this time, you're going to want to stretch a lot more. So maybe before that walk, do some stretching and then go for a brisk walk and come back and just rest. And you know what? Just listen to your body. Now, there's two types of listening to your body. There's the type where you're like, I don't feel like working out because it's just so much work. And but yet you have the energy to do it and you probably should do it. That's not the type I'm talking about. I'm talking about maybe you want to go work out because you know it's going to be good for your body. But your body is like, hey, I'm just super tired right now. I don't have the energy to do it. Don't go and force yourself to do that because you're going to experience the negative effects um, and it's actually not going to do your body good. So listen to your body during that time. Have some um, intuition into what your body is saying. So menstrual phase, going to want to focus on just stretching and walks. Don't stress your body out. Maybe even skip a day and you don't have to do anything hardly with that exercise. Just really listen to yourself and what your body is telling you. Okay. So then the next phase, we have the follicular phase. Now, the follicular phase, I talked previously of how the estrogen is starting to rise during this time. And estrogen is super cool because it's going to give you a boost of energy. You're going to be in a really great mood. Um, It's going to start to rise. And because of all that, um, you're going to be more inclined to want to try out new things. And you're going to want to work out with others and maybe you're going to want to try that dance class that you you know were a little too afraid to do before but because of the estrogen you're going to have that desire to try it out so because of the estrogen and the feel-good hormone of that you can do that and you will have the ability to actually go out there and have fun and enjoy it and you're going to have the energy to do it also because that um, estrogen is building the energy levels in your body and not only that but estrogen is really cool because If you're doing any sort of workout where you're building muscle, 
the estrogen will actually increase the susceptibility to increasing your muscle. And um, it's not going to be as hard to build the muscle because of the estrogen. So um, you're also going to, your blood sugar levels are also going to be pretty stable. And because of that, you're going to have a decrease in appetite, like I talked before. Um, And also during this time, what's interesting is your blood pressure, um, it changes over the course of your cycle, but it may be the lowest during this phase. So the repair of muscle tissue has been found to also be better during this time, which can also help with intense training. So the menstrual phase, if you were to do a high intensity workout, it would have been a, a lot more difficult for you to actually recover. But during this phase, the follicular phase, your recovering capacity is actually increased and you can do an intense workout and you're actually not going to experience as much of the soreness that you may during other phases. Um, Your recovery is a lot better during this time. So also thinking about estrogen. So estrogen helps your mood, helps your energy levels, um, helps with recovery, um, also decreases your appetite. Estrogen also is going to increase your antioxidant capacity. So because of that, that will also in turn help your recovery. So thinking about this phase and how the estrogen is really rising and giving you all those benefits, you're going to want to focus on workouts that start to ease in in the beginning of the phase into a more intense workout. So maybe in the beginning, beginning you're just going to start out with um, lighter, high energy workouts. So maybe you're going to go for a jog and then you're going to build up and towards the end, you're going to be doing some high intensity workouts. Um, You want to be sweating out the excess estrogen to avoid the estrogen kind of taking over your body and then the next phase ultimately taking over the progesterone levels. So getting exercise is actually going to be really wonderful for maintaining your estrogen levels, not letting them get too high. It's going to give you the energy the estrogen is to actually do the workouts and you're going to have the desire to actually go and try that new workout, whatever it may be. So really take advantage of that and um, if you're one to not really work out that much, tell yourself the benefits of it and get yourself out there because you might end up finding that, wow, I actually have the energy to do this and I actually like doing this because um, you will have a more positive positivity during that time. So thinking about that, you just, during the follicular phase, you're going to want to increase your exercise. It's going to be beneficial for you and you're not going to experience the negative effects that you may when you exercise during other times because your recovery will also be um, a lot better than other phases. So a little bit about exercise and your cycle. Um, it's a wonderful th- tactic that you can use to actually improve and optimize your body. Um, who would have thought that each week you should do something different? I know, I mean, a few years ago, even for myself, if someone told me, oh, like, this week, you don't really have to do too much exercise, but that week, um, do a little more. I would have been like, oh my gosh, I'm going to gain so much weight or I'm going to lose muscle or this or that. But actually, it's going to benefit your body. You're not going to experience the negative effects um, that you would if you consistently did the same thing every single week. And you won't be as down on yourself because um, if you were to do the same thing every single week, you're going to end up being down on yourself because you're not seeing the results that you were previously. And you're going to think, 
maybe something's wrong with me. I'm not um, losing the weight like I was last week. Um, I don't have the energy that I did before. Um, so really think about that and the benefits of that and um, shift your mindset and shift your exercise regimen. Um, I really think that you'll end up seeing the benefits of it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next week, Thursday, I will be tapping into um, phase three and four of your cycle and how you can optimize your exercise accordingly for that. Um, also next week, Tuesday, I have an interview with Dr. Robin Murphy, and she's going to be talking all about genetics and how it affects your body as a woman. Um, she's such a pleasure to talk to, and I know you're going to enjoy it thoroughly. Also, feel free to subscribe, rate, and review. It helps so much. And all podcasters, I feel like, end up saying that at some point, but it really does help us to get the content out there even more. Um, so I would greatly appreciate it. I greatly appreciate all the support that I've had so far. Those that are listening to my podcast, thank you so much. It means the world to me that you would tune in to what I have to say. Um, and I hope you're sharing it with others, what you learn. It means the world. So appreciate you guys. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day, wherever you are, whatever time it is. And talk later. Better Health with April offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional.